Letter One of Evelina. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christine. Evelina by Fanny Burney. Letter One. Lady Howard to the Reverend Mr. Villers, Howard Grove, Kent. Can anything, my good sir, be more painful to a friendly mind than a necessity of communicating disagreeable intelligence? Indeed, it is sometimes difficult to determine whether the relator or the receiver of evil tidings is most to be pitied. I have just had a letter from Madame Duval. She is totally at a loss in what manner to behave. She seems desirous to repair the wrong she has done yet wishes the world to believe her blameless. She would fain cast upon another the odium of those misfortunes for which she alone is answerable. Her letter is violent, sometimes abusive, and that of you, you, to whom she is under obligations, which are greater even than her faults, but to whose advice she wickedly imputes all the sufferings of her much-injured daughter, the late Lady Belmont. The chief purport of her writing I will acquaint you with. The letter itself is not worthy your notice. She tells me that she has, for many years past, been in continual expectation of making a journey to England, which prevented her writing for information concerning this melancholy subject by giving her hopes of making personal inquiries. But family occurrences have still detained her in France, which country she now sees no prospect of quitting. She has, therefore, lately used her utmost endeavours to obtain a faithful account of whatever related to her ill-advised daughter, the result of which giving her some reason to apprehend, that, upon her deathbed, she bequeathed an infant orphan to the world, she most graciously says, that if you, with whom she understands the child is placed, will procure authentic proofs of its relationship to her, you may send it to Paris, where she will properly provide for it. This woman is, undoubtedly, at length, self-convicted of her most unnatural behavior. It is evident from her writing that she is still as vulgar and illiterate as when her first husband, Mr. Evelyn, had the weakness to marry her, nor does she at all apologize for addressing herself to me, though I was only once in her company. Her letter has excited in my daughter Mirvan a strong desire to be informed of the motives which induced Madame Duval to abandon the unfortunate Lady Belmont, at a time when a mother's protection was peculiarly necessary for her peace and her reputation. Notwithstanding I was personally acquainted with all the parties concerned in that affair, the subject always appeared of too delicate a nature to be spoken of, with the principles. I cannot, therefore, satisfy Mrs. Mirwan otherwise than by applying to you. By saying that you may send the child, Madame Duval aims at conferring, where she most owes obligation. I pretend not to give you advice, you, to whose generous protection this helpless orphan is indebted, for everything, are the best and only judge of what she ought to do, but I am much concerned at the trouble and uneasiness which this unworthy woman may occasion you. My daughter and my grandchild join with me in desiring to be most kindly remembered to the amiable girl, and they bid me remind you 
that the annual visit to Howard Grove, which we were formerly promised, has been discontinued for more than four years. I am, dear sir, with great regard, your most obedient friend and servant, M. Howard. End of letter one.